season two. Looking at our guests, they're wanting to know what they got themselves they into. Immediately regret all the decisions they've made. They were fine through setup, but now they're just <clears throat> yeah. like out. And to their credit, they're actually hosting this mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. in this undisclosed location. Yeah, so they can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> they would walk out but yeah. just to their own bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Slam the door. So, yeah, welcome to season two of The Highway. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some uh, guests this episode that we're excited about. Uh, it's a travel potty, so clearly the bird did not make it. We're disappointed about that, yeah, actually. I am yeah, actually yeah, sad. Yeah, the guests are very disappointed about that. But, <laughs> all right, so me and the Smeach, me, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm having some um, vision problems, but I don't need to speak to this, right? Uh, no? What, what's your vision problems for? My left eye is kind of foggy and itchy. Well, that's it? Yeah, that's it. It's just, it's inconvenient. I get that a lot. <laughs> I am, uh, Inconvenience, like inconvenience. That's why you have two eyes. That's right. Yeah. So one, one, one goes out. Hey, you got can, can you guys go get her a patch? Absolutely. We'll be pirate Absolutely. all night. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just inconvenient. That's all. You ask how I'm doing. So. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to introduce uh, two guests. One was an audible. However, I was going to ask her at some point to be on this. So kudos to her because last night I just kind of randomly text. Uh, we're going with Jay. Mm-hmm. Jay, right? Jay and what? Beyonce. But Beyonce, right? Beyonce. 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 Okay. So I ran into text Jay and Beyonce. Jay and B. I mean, you can just whatever. You know that. I don't. That's why you guys. <laughs> I don't. I know I'm not going to say that right. Beyonce. Anyway, but so Jay and Beyonce, I'm going to give them the walk up song. Here we go. Thanks for having well, us. Well, we're glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks for hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I kind of feel I kind of feel like a little bit of a drifter because I feel like the last couple hosted us. <laughs> Just in their house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> it's a new style. It's an honor. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Just the deepest. Just yes. the deepest honor. But what is it? Uh, the the fastest growing podcast? Number one growing fastest podcast. growing podcast. Yeah. yeah. Fastest I mean, baby. Challenge it. I dare someone to challenge that. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to let uh, Jay talk about what we're drinking. I'm going to give him the backstory on it, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. So I was out in Kentucky, and those folks like their bourbons. Mm-hmm. And while I was teaching, they're like, oh, hey, would you like a bottle of? And they listed off a couple. And I think I actually texted you, right? Yeah, you said, hey, how's this? And I said, it's f***ing amazing. Yeah. So I said, <laughs> That's exactly what yeah, I like, wow. I yep, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so I held it until this episode because I knew that Jay was a big bourbon fan. I had never had it delicious, yeah. Which I think that we can also acknowledge that we are sitting in what I can only describe as a bourbon shrine, yeah. <laughs> so, in our presence is probably the most full bottles of bourbon I've ever seen in one place before. Yeah. Mm. Quite, no. No. Not you. I mean, you have a different room. Yeah. There's more. No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it's impressive. It's an yeah, impressive look. It is. And I don't like to give people credit, but 
I'm giving you credit for that. Specifically, Jay. I like to give him credit for a whole lot. But that one, solid. You do give me credit. For it. <laughs> hey, so tell us about. Can I say the name? That? Yeah, yeah. of course. All right, it's Eagle Rare. Uh, it is a Buffalo Trace product, and it is quite delicious. I'm, I enjoy bourbon, but it's not my favorite drink, alcoholic beverage. But out of all the bourbons that he's had me try, it's my favorite. It's very smooth. It is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's worried about being the DD tonight. No, I'm, I have my own. Yeah, let her, let her let talk. Let the record show that she decided not to drink. <laughs> Let the record show. Let the record show. Let the record show. Yeah. Hey, no judging. I'm a strong, independent woman. I'll yeah, do what I want. Oh, he wants to drink, yeah. which is Bay? which is Tito's vodka and Sprite zero sugar okay. with winter spice cranberry. Oh, it's seasonal drink. It is. It's seasonal. I don't think you can be mad about that. No, I'm a vodka yeah. water guy, so yeah. I totally get it's that. Just, you know, putting a little Christmas. Flare. A little Christmas flare. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Sitting right next to the Christmas tree. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are in the the uh, their basement, just like their family's trying to have like a dinner, and we're yeah. just sitting <laughs> We don't care about them. Just half cocked. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be really cocked by the time yeah. we get up there. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. All right. So let's get into some intros here. I'm going to go with ladies first. Oh, that's oh, always man. the way to go. If Absolutely. you're comfortable with that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We're going bay. So, okay, Beyonce is either Beyonce, is Bay, is Just say Beyonce, Beyonce. Okay. Queen B. Queen, have, I like Queen B. Yeah, you have Ooh. lots of options. Yes. Yeah. She's perched up like a Queen B, too. Okay, so, so yeah. She is perched. Any of those things describe <laughs> She is perched. She is definitely perched. So, as much as you're comfortable with telling us about who you are and oh. your background. Okay. Um. All right, I'm from uh, Cape Girardeau, originally. Went to college there. And that's where I met Jay-Z over here in college. And then we parted ways because we both went to work for different agencies. And we lived apart. Well, we finally got back together, uh, got married, but we lived on opposite sides of the state for a year and a half or two years. For the first two years we were married. Um, I finally got over there. And then... Uh, I'm a mother of three. We have three okay. daughters, and we have one grandchild and another one on the way. Uh, so y'all, grandparents. We are yeah. grandparents. Yes. That's. I'm gonna give you a, that. That's legit. Yeah, it's great. She's. She's uh, underplaying a little bit, because she was trying to do, a forty hour a week, forty plus hour a week job in law enforcement while raising three girls so it's pretty amazing actually good times yeah i think that's was, what we want to talk about it was very very challenging with a spouse who is also working shift work in law enforcement um but we had we were blessed with amazing friends because neither of we don't live anywhere near our family so we were four and a half hours away from any uh close family members so we had to rely on friends to help us out with with the kids and it all worked out really well yeah. when we had our third daughter my little sister was 16 years old and she actually moved across the state in with us to help us with the girls Your and sister? life-changing oh, wow. yes yep wow so y'all are both from southeast 
I'm from a different state. Jay's not comfortable talking about where he's the, from. Uh, he's not proud of it. The People's <laughs> Republic of Illinois. Dude, Illinois. Yes. Yeah, Illinois with an S. Um, okay, so let's go with, let's get your background, and then I want to talk about, uh, we'll go with like the law enforcement couple theme. I think that's kind of what we're looking for. Yeah. Yep. So, because uh, I want to circle back to raising kids too. That's got to be difficult. Definitely. Yep. Um, same thing. We met in college, and then uh, I went to work for a large municipality in this state, Southwest Mo, right? Southwest Mo, largest one in Southwest Mo. True. <laughs> and uh, I worked there for eight and a half years, gained a lot of experience, and then uh, I got recruited by this one sitting right over I here. I talked him to the dark side. So you went first. I did. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She was there. She. We actually, we actually started, started our, our academy. academy. The same week I started on July 1st and he started on July 7th with our academies. Yeah, with our first first law enforcement jobs. Okay, so to kind of set the make sure we're following here. That was y'all started it or uh, Jay started in the municipality. Yep. They started in the current agency that she's at, but you guys started at the same time. Uh, Within seven days of each other in July of 1997. And you knew each other at the time. Yeah, we're dating or no? Yeah, Yeah, we we were were dating. We were dating then. Okay. All right. Just making sure I'm following. All right. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So I spent eight and a half years there, gained a lot of experience, and then she talked me over to the agency that I'm at now. You said how many years you spent there? Eight and a half. Okay. And you were a canine guy too, right? Canine, uh, SRT blue team, and uh, mostly patrol, mostly uniform. He's already starting with the Velcro. SRT Delta yeah. team. Yeah. Velcro. You're either SWAT or you're not. Yeah. Those words have never been uttered from yeah. Well, that's all he does is walk around. Those words yeah. have never been uttered, but he has some Tim T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, gosh, that's pretty. Those words have been yeah. uttered. He's lying. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't picked up, he's a SWAT goon. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't plan on attacking you too much on this one. Now the, the I, other I, one I am going to come in. Yeah. That's going to be good. Okay. Yes. That so one. okay, eight and a half years there. Yeah. Finally, you come over. Yep. And what was your sole decision? Because they recruited you or what? Yeah. Um, they, it was, I, I just, there was a lot of things that were going on and I needed a change. I think so the old the, agency the, had some turmoil going on there at the time. They've since worked through all that. I mean, it's a great agency. He yeah, doesn't regret. I don't regret one minute that I Amazing there. people yeah. there. They just had some issues that. And, and, it's, and I don't regret making that decision either, even though I would be retired last July. But uh, I don't, I don't make it of frequently. Yeah. Uh, I don't regret making the decision. I don't really regret anything that I've done. So um, it's, uh, except I should have been a fireman. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this one I thought I could not, like, not respect them. Fireman's <laughs> the ultimate end. <laughs> so it, it's funny you talk about that. So. I also worked at a couple agencies before this, right? and every agency, I think it's important to know, has its problems. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So a lot of times we like to focus, well, this agency does this, and this agency does that. But I also want to say every agency has its pros. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. And I was giving an example of one that I experienced with our agency the other day. So it, having worked at city and county, I had some computer problems. So I go down to our computer division or whatever you want to call it. At our current agency. Current, correct. So again, basically it's running slow. So I go down to our, our computer guys and without hesitation, they're like, oh yeah, we're just going to build you a new one. Just give us like three hours. 
Wow. So within three hours, I got a brand new computer upgraded. And I didn't schedule anything. There was nothing there. So again, it's always important to talk about the pros too. Sometimes we focus in on those cons. But um, again, you've worked at another agency and we're really good about, especially equipment and stuff. For sure. And I, I... I know you wanted to, we, we mentioned this a minute ago, but I feel like with our agency and I'm not, I really honestly have said this, even though I'm not on a podcast before I I've been around some really crappy administrations. Mm-hmm. I've seen, especially uh, not just our agency or my agency that I worked for before, but I honestly feel like we are in the best position I've ever seen for, for our agency. Okay. Um, I, we always in law enforcement, we always look at things and we go, Oh man, we need this. We need this. We need this. And then you look at other things and you think, okay, it could be way worse sure. than what it is. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't know what, I just know when, like when I first came on comparatively and I'm not being personal about anybody one in particular, mm-hmm. but as a whole, I know that I've had a lot of support from anything that I have, any of my endeavors, especially within the last, I'll say within the last five years. So I, I feel like we're going in the right direction. Okay. That was my follow-up question. If you thought we were headed in the right direction. I feel like we're going in the right direction, but with anything with our current agency, it's we're, we're about 10 years <laughs> behind on, on everything. Yeah. So. Now, would you think, do you think that's any sort of government, Absolutely. whether it's law enforcement, yeah, whether one, it's the collector? 100%. One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. And you talk about how we're ahead. I mean, I think about in the county that I worked in, so not as a deputy, yeah. but when I was at my current agency working there, there was deputies driving around with cars that had almost 300,000 miles on them. Yes. Right. And we're miling, what, 54, five, does that sound right? Like yes. mm-hmm. I mean, that car's still new. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we don't look at those, those things sometimes. And, and I, and I, I hate to get stuck in this mindset of equipment because I know equipment matters, but I think you and I have had this discussion uh, many occasions and the person who was supposed to be on this podcast with me, mm-hmm. he and I just spent a long time with another agency. He's a coward and decided yeah, to yeah, yeah. take a coward to Got a water <laughs> leak or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think he flooded his basement because <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't have speaking of the microphone. Oh. Hey, you're listening to me right now. I know you are. <laughs> so, what a but it's not the equipment, it's not the policy, it's the people that make up the agency. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And we have we have some amazing people that work in this agency and that that I just I'm I'm really proud to be a part of. Not because of the equipment that we have, but the job that we do, it's the people that, that I get to work with every day. So, they you got me on that cuz I got something I want to follow up, but I also don't want it just to be a Romance, yeah, romance. Oh, listen, you guys look, we're just making out a little bit, whatever. So, well, I mean, I don't have anything, I've been with this agency for 26 years, and you know, I've seen the ups and downs. And of course, you know, every agency in the country right now is struggling, sure. Uh, we're we're all facing the same struggles, and you know, I know like there's things that we could do better, but. There's also things I think we're we're doing great, and we do work with some fantastic people. Yeah, I know, and because I work in a different division than you two, mm-hmm. um, I mean, the things that I have to ask my guys to to do, 
and they just go out there and they do the job and they take care of the citizens and they don't complain. You know, we're all shorthanded and uh, they just go above and beyond. So, I mean, even though we're we're kind of in crisis mode, you wouldn't know it by just our day-to-day -day activity because we just keep going out there and chugging away and, and doing what needs to be done. And kind of set the tone too, you're in a supervisor's position. Yes. Right? Okay, so yeah, when you say you're guys, you have folks that work uh, for yeah with yeah, me with yep. you. yeah okay cool very very cool yep um yeah and i think you're totally right it's uh the people that make the job i don't want to say fun but yeah it is fun right um and i'll just use you know jay as an example like we have fun when when we have the when we have the time if you will like it's a it's a blast to be at work yep. yeah and i think that's what we maybe lose a little bit of sight of is that the folks that we work beside well maybe i said that wrong. maybe that's what we we actually do focus on that keeps us doing it is that the guy or gal beside you that you get to know them on a personal level and i think so again speaking from my own experience I don't let that, excuse me, let that person down. Mm -hmm. So then it kind of keeps me working hard and working towards that goal because I want to see them succeed. And then, you know, as part of them succeeding, I have to kind of work towards that goal. Well, and I, I think it goes back to, to do this job, you have to be wired a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think that's our common denominator is we are all here um, because we're driven by that need to serve the public and you know with that comes just a, a characteristic that we do um we just get down in the trenches and and do the dirty work and it just forms that bond you know we all have that brotherhood that bond that people outside of this career don't they're never going to understand mm -hmm. that yeah yeah yeah, I agree. I think there's a, there are certain things that in order to understand what we do, you just have to experience. Yep. Right? And I had this guy, <clears throat> excuse me, in my very first academy, which was not a uh, you know, very intense academy, but he said, like, to experience is to truly know. And I think that's one of those things. It's hard to say this is a difficult problem unless you've been through that. You know, 100 percent. Yeah. Well, and it's just that's what's frustrating to go out and recruit. You know, I was a part-time recruiter early on in my career and, you know, they would send us out to these universities, you know, and, and we go on these uh, career expos all, you know, in different states. And, you know, we're, tr we're trying to recruit people into this job, this career. I would just get so frustrated because mm -hmm. in my mind, I feel like this is a calling. This isn't just a job and you can, just can't go out and convince somebody to want to do this. They have to want to do this job. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I just always get so nervous that we're just going out there and we're just, we're, we're talking people into this and then it backfires on sure. us because, you know, they get here and then they're like, oh crap, this is not what you said it was going to yeah. be. This you know, and you don't and, know until and, you get here. And two of my favorite people in the world that we talked about one of mm -hmm. your former podcasts, um they were talking about this exact subject and it's i feel like we are i, I agree with them 100 percent when it comes to recruiting like if you have to talk somebody into this yeah. job i don't yeah. they're they're not i don't feel like they're gonna stay well and if you don't mind i'll, I'll yeah. tell you a very quick story sure. so i was a college student 
down in Southeast Missouri. And what, what I, was, major can I, ask? I, I was getting ready to say, <laughs> I, I actually had a dual major of public relations and mass communication. Okay, cool. So as a 19... She's probably the most qualified person for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast. A, the rest of us are just idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but my, my goal was yeah. to go to work for a corporation and be their PR person. Like, I love going out and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But my best friend and I were on our way out to her house one night. She lived about five miles outside of town, and we drove up on a really bad crash. Mm -hmm. There was a truck that had hit a big oak tree. It was probably 100 yards off the road. So went down there, you know, realized that somebody was probably injured in there. So we called 911, and I ran back up to her car up on the road, and we waited, and the volunteer firemen showed up. The paramedics showed up and then this state trooper showed up. I have never seen uh, a law enforcement officer, you know, close up at that yeah. point. But this, you know, was a state trooper at that time. Yeah. And that just watching that state trooper work that accident scene just blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, I so I decided that I, I started doing research on law enforcement agencies mm -hmm. in my area and realized that. A lot of agencies have public relations officers. And so that's why I got into law enforcement was was because of that. So nobody could have recruited me yeah. at that. I, I mean, I think if a cop would have showed up at my campus and, you know, like tried recruiting, I'd have been like, but yeah. because I saw one in action that just lit a fire in me. So yeah, it's not a career that communicates on paper. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I, I think that's important what you just said. So the same was, I'm not going to go down my story, but same was for me. I saw it in action. Yes. And I thought, wow, that's what I want. I think I could be that. I mean, first. I did a complete. Yeah. So you were uh, public relations. Yes. I was going to be a teacher. Wow. And PE teacher. Yeah. PE teacher. Yeah. PE teacher. <laughs> <laughs> right, you were good at all the kids. I think so. Yeah. I think you were good at that. But it was the same for me. I did this 180. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, look at the professional. Yes. Stuff. That's what I saw. I, I think that's where maybe we sell ourselves uh, or maybe our, our people short of those are our best employees. Yes. When they're allowed to do their job, when they're out there with the people. And it's just when people see that. Mm hmm. It's not necessarily me handing out a lanyard saying, oh, I'll give you these stickers if you'll sign this form with your contact mm -hmm. information. I'm not, and I, again, I think there's a place for that. Yes. But I think if you probably pulled our agency and then probably any agency that's similar to us, it would be something like that mm -hmm. where they saw something. That's I think, right. I think there, well, I think there are people on the fence and those are the ones like, man, I'm really, you know, they have the tools, they have the they have everything that what it takes and they're like, ah, do I do this? Do I do that? I think those are the ones where like recruiting really sure. matters. But, but we, it's not just it's specifically recruiting. Recruiters. I, I would really like to get back to encouraging our, our young officers to be more involved in our community, yeah. you know, to not focus on the day-to-day -day activities that, you, you know say. they <laughs> i don't want to say it um but to get away from the numbers aspect yeah. of it and really try to encourage yeah. them to go to the the local high school sporting events and you know really develop those relationships with our kids in our communities i just i don't think 
the normal patrol officer, and that's patrol with any agency, realize how much impact they have Huge on the people impact. that they deal yeah. with. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. So, and I'll say his name. Uh, do you remember John Lukanoff? I'm sure yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. So John came to my high school and I was probably to sing the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> probably just cruising. But I mean he and I was like a sophomore. And this dude's, you know, cruising around and didn't talk to him, didn't say a word. And I went, I think I wanna I wanna have that. What whatever he's got, I don't know at the time I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to have that. Yes. And uh fast forward, um, John was my background so, oh wow but so and i think i told this story in the body a couple of times i applied eight separate times to our agency was turned down seven so on the eighth one uh john calls me he's like hey man you know or i'm sorry after the seventh one john calls me and he says hey i think you should apply again i said nope i don't want any part of this right y'all don't want me i don't want you yeah and john's like i'm telling you just give it one more go Oh, and we had this personal conversation. I said, okay, sure. And the next thing I know, boom. In fact, Smee, I'm like, hey, by the way, we got to go talk to a background yeah. officer. Like, he's going to interview you and all this. She's like, what? Like, we're just going to a house. You know, <laughs> yeah. it was a, a weird thing, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know National Anthem thing, yeah. like singing. And, and John, John wasn't I know a different version. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, I know, uh, you know, questions yeah. about domestic violence. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't <laughs> a, a recruiter. Yeah. Right? I think he was no. like a part time position yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But. Again, he didn't even talk to me, just seeing him cruising wow. around campus. I thought, I think I want that type of swag that he's got. Yeah. And so that was huge. But um, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I, we just, we, I don't, and I, I mean, we're, I think you and I are trying to do a, a good job in our position to mm -hmm. influence the next generation. And we can say that we're in a training position, right? Yeah. We train new, new hires. And I think we're, we are doing a, Great. I think you and I are doing a great job of, you know, hey, you all don't understand the impact that you're going to make on yeah. people in the public. So you need to have your stuff together. So. Oh, absolutely. And if you think about it. So as officers, we contact, let's yeah. say you're a, you're a road guy or dad. You're contacting 15, 20 a day. That's just on stops. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But that one, the 11th person that you stopped or contacted, that's their only contact in 10 years or maybe their lifetime. You yeah. don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's what, one thing I, I will agree with that every contact matters. And I didn't used to really agree with that, but the more that I mature in my career, I understand that every contact does because you don't know if that's the kid that goes, wow, gosh, that, that person really handled this situation great. And I also want to be what they just were. Well, it's not just coming to our agency. They just, you, you, you want to try to get off that. I, I can take care of business vibe. Yeah. I can, I know I have my stuff together. I know what I'm doing. So they can take that into what, whatever they choose to do for that day. Yeah. Um, and there's just too many people out there that have no direction. I think that's the problem. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. Really and we're getting deep. I think we need to be funnier. Okay, okay, so I'm going to talk about real quick when you came to the division that we're now in. Oh, yeah. All right. So I had met you maybe I want to say I did some training down in where because we both came from the same area, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think I had done some training down there or whatever. And I had been on, uh, 
a lot less. How long have you been on? Uh, since 2006. Okay. I mean, I'm cruising on, what, 2015? I would say 15. Uh, yeah. So well after you. Yeah. So I remember doing some training down there, and I'm like, this freaking guy. <laughs> like, I, I say that A-Rod. every day. I think it was A-Rod. <laughs> now yeah. you know how big right? it is. Yeah. yeah. So which was, which you is, teaching, it, teaching training. Correct, yes, yeah. which is a required training, yes. which is always tough because yeah. guys don't want to be there. And I think you were one of those guys that don't want to be there. Uh, that was the guy sitting next to me. We won't need mention his name. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but I, I, for some reason I remember him. And maybe because we worked together. Memorable. But I thought, look at this freaking dude. Yeah. Freaking TCFS, right? Look at this guy. Just pissed me off. Okay, too cool, too cool for school. Sorry. Yeah, too cool yeah. for school. TCFS. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, I didn't want to ask. It took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had that uh, that thought in my mind that you were a D bag, yep. which it turned out to be correct. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I get it. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about perception too, right? So when you transferred to where I work, I'll admit, I was going, oh God, one of these freaking dudes. And I don't like to, I mean, looking back, I was completely wrong. But for the first couple of months, I thought, I'm not even sure. You like pissed in your Cheerios. Yeah. Well, I, first couple I, months. I didn't yeah. it's I didn't know if I liked him, but I wasn't. I also wasn't giving um, him the time to get to know him. Yeah. And, and so anyway, fast forward. Once I realized what type of dude you were, I thought, oh, this is actually a dude that I like. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a goon. He's a SWAT yeah. guy that yeah, I right. can't stand. But at the same time, <laughs> I like him. Mm-hmm. So talk about those, a couple those. of those. Yeah. Talk I, about those perceptions. I mean, that and that's on me. That right. It's on me too because it's uh, it's it goes around it's it's contagious with law enforcement. We do it all all, we do it all the time. Yeah, and I had the same apprehensions. I even mentioned oh, yeah. it to her, we, but we talked about it. I yeah. it's not just with you; it's with everybody that you hear things about. And I even mentioned this the other day. It's I, I'm doing a better job lately as I get older mm-hmm. of. Because you're like, what, 55? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, go f*** yourself. But, <laughs> I am. I am. But people get shocked when I tell them my age. Uh, so that's good. I'm happy about Wait, that. What is it? Let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, can I say it? Yeah, you can say it. Hey, you say whatever you want. 40, I'm 48. Oh, okay. I get guests for mid-30s. We both yeah, do. Yeah. Oh, so really? We're not very yeah. I don't go in my mid, mid to high 50s. Yeah. You can suck it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we get we get so we're we and the, we're just so judgmental. And here lately, yes, no, when we're I all somebody, type A people. When I hear somebody always... say, "Well, this guy is so and so," yep, I just I ignore it, and I worry about the way my interactions with them because sometimes you have to consider the source of where it's coming sure. from. Yeah, of you know, especially with supervisors, that's where it's really. Uh, it's like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Okay, why is he an asshole? Because sure. he made you do your job? Right. Because he made you go out there and try to be better? Held no, you accountable. Held you accountable, yeah. exactly. So I had the same apprehensions, but I came up there with an open mind. And uh, I actually, speaking of that same course, I was like, God damn, this guy's a good instructor. <laughs> I you could did. probably learn from I remember the him actually. He's a knee bag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was going to be my next thing, follow-up yeah. question was was uh, Jay's perception of you. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I've heard it all. 
I like I, to hear your purpose. No, I, I really did. I remember that course and I remember thinking, God damn, he's filming himself doing he's spending extra time out there filming himself doing so SFFTs. Can I just people. give a little background though? What? So when you got your position where you're at uh, now, no. um, you got that position over a good friend of ours mm -hmm. who also put in for that spot. So obviously which caused me from not getting a promotion. Well, but that's not, we, we were just like, well, I mean, who's, who's this guy that got it over, you know, cause you had less time on than our buddy. It, you know, we felt, we might need to open another bottle. We felt loyal to our dude that, you know, we felt got kind of hosed in that situation. So we did, he came into this with a little pre predisposed, you know, like who's this guy. And I will never forget after that course, him coming in and him being like, we're totally wrong about this guy. He is really good. Really good. One trick pony, though. Yeah. You're dang right. <laughs> I'm the it's first to admit. I have to do one thing. No. That's not what he said. But I will, from from my perspective, and it'd be interesting for you, um, they're both very passionate about Yeah. Yeah, what they do, yeah. which is amazing for our agency. I Just, tell I tell them all the time, the people, the trainees. Um, I said you're going to get the best DWI instruction in the country, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And my goal is to make the program what I teach yeah. the best that we that we can give them. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're doing a disservice to our people if we don't do that. Absolutely. Of what we're of everything that we're trying to teach them. And it's not just, I, I think we need to, in our position, I, I don't know if you're going to get into this or not, but we had a long discussion before I made the move and did what I did was. Because you guys moved three and a half hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was the perfect time. I feel like it was God's plan for everything. It's we, we 100% discussed this and we said, I feel like I can do a better service. Yeah preparing our next generation for this job with my experience than I can being out there on the road. Doing, right doing, yeah, doing road duty. Yeah. And I, I love to say that because that was my big thing is at what point can I go, I think I'm more effective teaching these guys yeah. than doing it myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, Smee can probably verify this, but my big thing was if I don't feel like I'm being more effective sending them out there to do it than I could do myself, I'll go back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and so yours is a little difficult because you don't, I hate to say numbers, right? Because I don't like that big yeah. numbers guy, but I can actually track it. Yours is kind of more difficult. To yeah, track. it is difficult to track. And, and I really, to be honest with you, I don't care about it. Yeah. I, I, when I, when somebody, when, when one of these recruits finally comes back to me and says something that you told me or yeah. something that you said to me, you know, saved my life or made my life better yeah. then that's, that's going to be impactful. Yeah. Um, you know, and we're just too young in that right now. I've only been up in my position for a year now. Yeah, I was so, gonna say, yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask you that question. So uh, man, only a year? Well a year and right three, three, three months. A year and three months. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, I know. It feels like forever. Yeah. 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 Especially <laughs> lately. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, but no, so yeah, I, I, the whole perception thing, I really try to check myself now. And that, I mean, I'll be honest, I think Bay and I have a conversation as I think all three of us. Yes, we have. Yeah, I had yeah. this perception about her too, which yeah. was like, oh, here. Yeah, what was, yeah, what was your perception about her? I haven't heard. 
Yeah, we've, talk, we've it, talked it? about the story. <laughs> but you, you pointed at me. You <laughs> yeah, you and you I have not. Calling, remember, and we're like, oh, this is this is not even accurate at all. This, if this your perception rant. was anything other than she's a bad aunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. So we, so we had met, but it was when I worked at Monet PD. What? What? Very briefly. Yeah. That was eons no, ago. I don't remember. When I say met, I mean I'm talking like you were coming in jail. I was like going out. Oh, okay. Type of thing. So very, you know, very okay. brief. But you no, know, we talked about a story that I was told that didn't end up to be accurate oh, at all. Oh, yes. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. So That apparently I don't get to know. You don't get to know. We'll yeah. talk about, we'll it, talk about yeah. it after we finish yeah. this. Yeah. But, you know, I think we got to watch it that we hear these things through the grapevine mm -hmm. that aren't true. Yep. 100%. I mean, if you told me when I taught A-Ride that, hey, you'll be sitting in his, in his basement one day recording yeah. the podcast, I go, you're freaking nuts. I don't want nothing to do with that. Yep. And here we are. Yep. Yep. So I think those those perceptions that we have, we got to stop that. One hundred percent, right? Um, and so why do you think that is? I guess it's because of the way we are yeah, and, well, and the I job we do. We, we, we are judgmental. Very, we, we are judgmental people. people. Put yeah, people in like yeah. a, a category or a yeah. compartment of life. Yeah, we do. We do. It's just it goes back to the type A personality. We're all very competitive, like driven people. And so, of course, I mean, it's really as a female in this in this uh, career, I see it a lot. You know, if if my group's doing a search warrant and we go in for the briefing and we're using, you know, a, a SRT SWAT team or whatever, I always get the biggest kick out of walking into the room. Usually, I'm the only female in there, um, but I just sit back and watch. These guys will come in. And they're sizing each other up oh, yeah. constantly, you know, and then you've got We're the whole uh, uh, patrol versus SWAT, you know, mentality, yeah. you know, the SWAT guys come in there and of course they think they are the greatest of all. Yeah. And, you know, so it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a very competitive world mm -hmm. that we are in. So, uh, and I, I, it's in every agency, yeah. but in our agency, you know, promotions are very limited and, limited yeah. and, you know, these specialist positions are very coveted. And so, you know, you've got to make a name for yourself. And if you see somebody else as a threat or competition, it gets a little yeah spicy. Yeah, for I sure. That. I mean, I think in corporate world, it's, 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 it's the, the same thing. thing. It's just Absolutely. Because yeah. you have to be a little bit more passive aggressive about it. Yeah. It Instead is. of just outright aggressive. Yeah. I, can we just, can we talk about, like, I've offered Shmi a couch to sit <laughs> Yeah, and she's sitting, and she's sitting on the floor. Like, so oh, yeah, I just, I just like a I just that's I just want yeah. everybody to know. So in the last podcast I listened to, they <laughs> talked about her sitting on the floor. She has migrated from the couch <laughs> to the floor. to the floor <laughs> on her own. There's yeah. plenty of couch space. Yeah, I'm gonna go a step further. There's a whole other couch. <laughs> There's a whole other couch that she, she could lay down yeah. on that. <laughs> and it would be she's just a I am. She's gonna be built a fire with a barrel on it. Just We've got a fire pitch. <laughs> this is what I do with every day. She's comfortable. I have a floor squatter. So I, I want to talk about something that you had said. Do you, Bay? Yes. Um, do you think that's because it is a male-dominated profession and that 
and I'm gonna. I think Jay's gonna agree with me. Overall, we are idiots. Yeah. Like you know, like, Jay. I wonder if we're yeah. I mean, testosterone. Like, my God, I gotta, I gotta be number one, and we're always trying to alpha male each other. Would but you? but it's not all of us. I did learn, it, and if you guys have not gone through the West Point model mm-hmm. training, I highly recommend it. And if any of our other officers are listening to this, I fought it and and waited till the very last second. Yeah. I did not want to go to that training because it's three weeks right. of your life, and you know you've got to travel up to our main office location. Yeah. Sorry, and uh, it's. It is a commitment, but I'm going to tell you, I learned so much in that three weeks, not only about our agency, but about supervision and just the different personalities that we have in our agency. And so there's people with high growth needs and people Mm. with low growth needs. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. So, so not, Mm. so not all of us are that competitive driven but a very large percentage of our enforcement people are that way. So, but it just, it teaches you tools on how to deal with those personalities and how to keep challenging them and, you know, keep them going because, you know, like I said, the the promotions and the specialty positions are limited. So, you know, if you've got a guy that's stuck, you know, and he's been in that same position for a long time, you know, that's, I feel like when we start seeing some issues with, mm-hmm. with different people. So I would highly recommend that training. It was really good. I learned a lot. Have you been to it? No. Yeah. So I think, so Trash Panda talks a lot about it. Trash, like we've talked a lot yeah. about it. And I think just from my, what I've seen of it, she's given me some other resources and things like that. It is very much in line with like organizational psychology yes. and team dynamics and a lot of those mm-hmm. Yes, stuff that you can use in any career field. Yes. And so I think just from a different industry, it does translate a lot to corporate and to healthcare management. I, the words are different. They're more um, militaristic in terms of terminology they use, but it's very important. Yeah, like I think the fact that they still call me. When I say the board, the board makes sense. In corporate world, that was like at least 50 years ago that you call people your subordinates. But what do you call them? Your coworkers, your colleagues, your, your uh, colleague, your colleague. I agree with that. I do too. We work so, together. Yes. We well, and that's another well, thing I really uh, like about that training is we have people from like our civilian um, people from different divisions right. are in there right. right there with us. So it was eye opening. There was a, a lady from the crime lab that was in there with us, and she was talking about how she's supervising a lot of these. Uh, up and coming 19, 20 year olds. So they're in the, what is it? Oh, the, Gen Z. The, the, oh, the Gen Y, I think. A lot to say about that. Isn't it Y? And maybe at this point. Just the. 19, maybe. They need yeah. their safe spaces. Yes. And we are having to provide that for them. And I did not know hmm. we were already there, but we are. Yeah. So. I mean, that's like I said, just from what I've seen of the material that has been shared me from the West Point model, it is very much in line with management and administration in the private sector yes. in terms of the psychological approach to team dynamics and building. It, yep. That's what it goes into. Which I think from the government side of things, we do need to look towards the private sector. Because I, I hear all the time, well, we're not a business, we're not a business. Because I mean, we, we don't have to make a profit, so we don't have to make right, sense. You're right. 
and I understand so we we're not a business, yeah. but what you also have to understand is businesses have to be successful in order to make money. Yep. So I'm not saying let's make money. In fact, I, I completely believe that no part of government should make money. But if we can take that model that they're using in order to make money, why would we not? And I think sometimes we say, and I've heard it several times when I, well, we're not a business, I, I make these, I'm not saying like, oh, I make these suggestions, but when I say, well, why are we doing this? Well, we're not a business. I understand that we're not. But if these types of businesses are being successful, why are we not replicating what they're doing? Mm -hmm. And then our uh, monetary gain, if you will, quote unquote, is the value of our people in maintaining those folks versus all these open positions. Mm -hmm. If that kind of makes sense. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, you get that community buy-in Yeah, and it's a good product. I yeah. mean, we still need to put out a good product. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I we, sell a product mm -hmm. at no cost, yep. if you will. I mean, you know, taxpayer dollars, sure, but at no cost. And I think sometimes we lose the um, urgency. Yeah. It's not like a, it's there in the industry and in, in private industry, you have this sense of urgency to satisfy your customer or yeah. whoever is, um, is buying your product or your service. And that's what causes you to change quickly and fastly. And also the underlying business concept is that if your customers are happy or if your employees are happy, then your customers are happy. Yeah. So it's just like a trickle down like concept, which in government, you, you don't necessarily have to keep your customers. We happy. do that a lot. Yeah. yeah so there's not incentive to do that kind of cycle of like, what will, what will make our customers happy? Oh, happy, engaged employees. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, that's the missing piece of that sense of urgency is there's nothing like requiring different different processes or thoughts it's, ingenuity yeah a private industry in itself is like on its own path in terms of where it's going and private happens. industry always succeeds well because it they always they don't have a fail safe like you either make it as a business and do whatever you need to do to be successful or or you are you no longer standing up freaking sizing he, up a, hey he's sizing a up a deer hey listen i'm gonna sneak out there with my bow and i'm gonna put an yeah, arrow yeah, in that deer sneeze in deep conversation about god knows what <laughs> and next thing you know jay standing up freaking eyeballing something out of a window and then he's like bobbing back and forth. i fully expect it to go yeah classic squawking yeah. he pulls out a knife <laughs> Start yeah. running out there. This is our entertainment in the evening anymore. Yeah, well, we're watch relegated the, to the herd of deer that watch come the herd into of our, deer backyard. That come in our backyard. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so you haven't done the West Point model either. I guess that's the. So I'm going to say this. Uh -huh. You really need. I to. have also been resistant. I've been asked to, and I've been absolutely not. Yeah. But I respect your opinion enough. Now I will actually put it forward. Yeah, I really yeah, think. I really think she did. No, yeah. I didn't. No, trash pan is nothing to me. <laughs> but same thing I, mean, same. I really i was actually sad when the three weeks were over and it wasn't really? because of i mean you really i networked with individuals from other divisions in our agency and learned things about the other divisions that i just was absolutely ignorant about yeah, yeah you really form some bonds and learn some really cool stuff. Same, same thing with yeah. me. With You'll our, enjoy it. With our school and that we just finished in another state. Yeah. We... You can say Texas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know from Texas? I know you're from Texas. You got to say that. Too. Yes. Uh, and the guy who was supposed to be on here tonight, who's and a coward, who's a coward he, in the middle of all these people, he uses the words, I'm from the great state of Missouri. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you cannot. I'm like, no idea. What yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I look around and they come to me on this network. We're talking about things and I'm like, I'm not with him because <laughs> never, seen that guy never seen him before in my life because he just mentioned great state and Missouri right. in the same sentence in the state of Texas. Right? <laughs> I, everybody shot him down yes. with some looks like they were going to knife him. Yeah. So you can say, let's, let's make the rules. Yeah. yeah. You can say great state of Missouri in Maryland. Yes. You exactly. can say great state of Missouri in, Missouri. in Arkansas. You cannot say it. In Texas, no. No. that's what I tried to explain to him, yeah. Brody. That's what I tried to explain to Brody, and we just call this guy Brody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I tried fits. to explain to him. Well, there's a reason. I'll expel that in later. But uh, I tried to explain to him. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. You can't. You can't do not, that. Not with. And I'm going to because people further. are really proud about Texas. Texas yes. You're damn right, we are. And, and I, I get it. Right, I get as it. you should be. Yeah. I, yes. And I did not I did not do one thing to insult Texas while I was there. I mean, but, let's be clear. Hey, we fought off an entire country. Yeah. I, we went to the Alamo. Be, oh, there you go. We See, went to the Alamo. Brody should know. You don't. Exactly. When you have a shirt that says, hold my beer, Davy Crockett. Yeah, which yeah. was the direct quote. Which was the direct quote. There's a lot of controversy. Was it Davy Crockett? Was it Daniel Boone? Yeah. Or, uh, Bowie? I don't yeah. really know. Mm. You know. And that's where, I, like, I while we're talking about history, <laughs> Bowie, I feel Bowie. like that's where our country's fallen short with history. Like, we oh, are yeah. not teaching history. We're not no. teaching Texas history? Or? We're, we're not teaching history. history. I went to the I went to the Alamo and I saw that place and that was it was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. I love history. Like I've been Ooh, to let's start a history podcast. I've been yeah. to Pearl oh. Harbor. I've been to like yeah yeah. It's 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 pretty well, amazing. Wasn't the Alamo just didn't it make you emotional? Yeah, it did. I mean, Actually, it did. I don't know if it was the Alamo or it was the travel mark that I had while I was walking around. What? It was probably the travel mark. <laughs> She likes to get drunk. Travel marks. Margarita. Travel marks. Gotcha. Yeah. But you, you can also do that. <laughs> yeah. Which is, but like those things don't be emotional. Think about it. These people, they, they, there was a cannon against the There country. was a cannon that shot open the stronghold that yeah. they were in, and they built up a fortification, their last stand, and these, this foreign army came in yeah. and they fought them to the to, to the, the death to the death to the death to the very that last was it man. that was it and then you know the best part of not only like did they fight to the death they got revenge later so I got to tell you a story about this I'm seeing I'm I'm seeing they give you a thumbs down I'm, I'm, sure I'm in I am in the Alamo I'm in the Alamo <laughs> I sent her and our three daughters a picture of it. And I said, always remember. Because why? Because why? Always remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo, yeah. right? I got nothing. Wow. I go 
That's 30 horrible. miles up the road, and I take a picture of Bucky's, mm. and I send it in the same with sweats and jerky. And they're like, oh, my gosh, give me a blanket. Oh, my gosh, FaceTime me. Give me a sweater. I'm like. You need to collage. First of all, both of those are Texas institutions. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so yeah, one's a foundation, uh, which is the Alamo. Yeah. They, they had no response to the, remember the Alamo? No. No, nope. no nope. crickets. And one of my daughters says, "One of my daughters says question mark. What are you talking? About? No, yes. no, yes, 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 no, yes. The schools are failing them. So, yes, I agree with that statement, but so, not because of, not because of that. Well, that should be one. <laughs> yeah. So we were, yeah. we were actually talking. We're getting way out of time. We were talking way here about curse of handwriting. Oh, dude. Did you know that? Dude, what is no that, only way. 19 states require cursive handwriting? No. 20? No, they're, they're f In Missouri's not one of them. So, Smee made a great example. I was like, well, I said, well, why do we actually need cursive handwriting? Yeah, uh, why? I, I, try to, I try to look at the opposite side. In the Constitution written. So then she goes, well, yeah. most, like, historical Official texts documents, are, yeah. written, are written in, in cursive. And I thought, oh my God, I never even thought about it. Mm -hmm. So now you have a generation or generations. They can't your read. Your shoes sound like sandpaper. Is anybody in there? Yeah. This freaking. You know, <laughs> what is that? This is feet. It's his feet. Which is going to be a soundbite. I have no idea. Yeah. Sandpaper shoes. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah, a whole generation that yeah. won't be able can't to. Won't be able to read it for themselves. Yeah. I think that's the concept in my mind because I am also a little bit of a history buff as well, but. Yes, that that was where mine was that they won't be able to read historical documents for themselves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's go ahead and polish it, bad boy. Off. I got, so I I got first, a bottle over there. Yeah, I have a bottle. Yeah, I guess so. Like my entire extended family is from Texas. Right. Like it's a whole other country. West Texas. So honestly, if we're being if we're cutting teeth here, the better part of Texas. I, I would oh, have to agree oh. with you. The rougher part of Texas. I would I'm actually have to agree with you because sure. I spent. And six weeks in Austin, Texas. Hey, Austin is like it's, it's like the California of the Midwest. Yes, yeah. it is. So if you could put a butthole in Texas, it would be Austin. Oh, and most I Texans like know El Paso. That. Okay, let me add now, to your question. El Paso is like the armpit. No, okay. El Paso was actually way better than Austin. Really? Austin could be the taint. If <laughs> Let, really okay, so so our our daughter we can say that our daughter lived in el paso for a bit okay and we went down there to visit and i honestly think el paso was pretty clean oh, compared, compared to austin, compared to austin. Yeah, yeah gosh man i'm disappointed thought i was a velcro head you're you a are, head. whenever you have your velcro head i can't call you a velcro head with babe yeah you're you're jay today okay Okay. I'm gonna get back on task. Okay. We're doing great. I think we're doing great. <laughs> okay. As I stroke my mediocre mustache. I thought we were going with like law enforcement power that, couple. That's where we're headed, right? Okay. Yeah. We're on the Listen, if you have an episode of a podcast, you don't talk about Texas. <laughs> stop recording. Yeah, if you have an episode of a podcast based in Southwest Missouri and you don't talk about Texas. The fastest growing, by the way, in Southwest Missouri. That's the end of. Jane Bay, part one. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for part two of Jane Bay to drop next week. I'm Daddy's Little Angel and thanks for listening to the Hi for the Highway podcast. That show is creepy.